0: Welcome to Coffee Talk, an intimate conversation about parenting with the gospel in mind. I'm Jeff Summers, and this is my lovely wife, Cammie. She is the jet fuel to the rocket of my life.
1: <laughs> Why do all my things have to keep you going?
0: Because
1: <laughs> would you just stop? You do.
0: <laughs> because you do. This is episode eight of our fall series on teens and technology. And uh, today we're going to be talking about how to introduce your kids to social media. How do they start to enter into this space in a responsible way?
1: Okay, so my question for you is what if I don't want to? I don't want them to enter into Mm. it. I watched Social Dilemma, which is something I would definitely recommend. That's on
0: a Netflix uh, documentary.
1: And it's in the show notes. A link to it's in the show notes if you don't have Netflix. but definitely recommend the show but it does make me feel a little bit like a puppet on social media and so what if I don't want them to be involved in social media how about that am I just well, setting them up to be isolated yes. <laughs> um
0: first off I would definitely say don't force them to be on social media if they don't want to I would not try to get your child <laughs> on social media in fact I delay it as long as possible Um, But I do think part of it is, part of what we, the ethos of Parent You, if you're new to us and and Coffee Talk, is how to equip your kids for the world that we live in. And I don't think one day soon people are just going to go, you know, social media, we're done with that. It's not, (laughs) we don't need it in society. Let's take a vote. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, we could definitely vote against it, but it is here to stay. And so we want to equip the kids, our kids, for the world that we live in not for the world as we wish it to be.
1: I know. When when one of my kids was took a summer job, they did all of the communicating with their employees through social media. So, yeah. he had Jace had kept from having to be on social media until he got that job and then he was on it. He kind of
0: had to. Yeah. yeah.
1: To have the job.
0: Or again, if you're searching for a job, like we mentioned in the last episode, um, if they can't look you up on social media, that's almost a that can be a negative.
1: They think maybe you're a spy and you don't exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're what, some kind of weirdo. You're not on social media. So um, definitely uh, it is just a part of life, and it is something that we need to talk about with our children. At some point, they will probably want to be on social media.
1: And even if they don't want to, they should, kind of like getting credit, you should go ahead and start trying to build credit because one day you want to buy a house.
0: No? Sure, maybe. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know at least on Facebook, a lot of teens, for example, they they Facebook is not their media of choice, but a lot of them, especially for professional reasons, do put their stuff on Facebook because they know older people like me, people uh, that have the money, use Facebook. (laughs) So they have some presence on Facebook. That's true. Well, how do you, how do you enter into this world? So, um, part of it that I recommend, at least from the beginning is, you, you know, those zero entry pools. I love those. Or even if you're at the ocean and you, you know, it's ankle deep at first and then you get deeper and deeper and then you're like, ah, ah, ah. as you get, as you get <laughs> down to the, uh, as it gets colder and colder, moving up your body, the, this idea of going in slowly right. and getting used to it is a, is a good idea, um, You know, just handing your kid a phone and then checking in with them five years later (laughs) probably is a bad idea when it comes to social media. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, So you want to go in slowly um, so that that you can expose them to certain things first. And and we talked about this before in previous episodes, the good, the bad and the ugly of social media.
1: Yeah, you want to introduce them to the ideas of it's a tool, not. Where your community should be, right? I mean, yeah. That's and the idea of it.
0: Why do you think even that teens want social media? Why are they gonna be pestering their kids? I mean their parents. Why are teens even gonna pester their parents to get on social media, do you think?
1: Because all my friends are on it.
0: Yeah, that's true. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of peer pressure, right? To to get on social media. There's buzz. My friends are talking about it, they're laughing about the vine they saw which is a short video uh, on social media um, so there's there's pressure to to get up to be a part of that that fomo right. you're missing out on something online and that pressure can be huge
1: so how old do you think we should introduce our kids to social media i mean what would you recommend
0: well again that that's a decision you as parents are going to have to make but i i would recommend and if you watch social dilemma You'll see they don't recommend anyone before high school uh, to get on social media. And part of the reason for that, again, is just the development of the brain. Because the brain isn't fully developed until you're older, your judgment is hampered. And the desire for acceptance, which can vary obviously from age to age, but man, seventh, eighth grade, when you're in such a bad place then that uh, really don't have the wisdom and knowledge and even the developed brain to understand what forces are driving you and pulling you here and there, it, it's a good idea to avoid that. And you're particularly
1: later. prone to the lies, I think. Like the lies of who you are and the lies of the world that say you're not skinny enough, you're not smart enough, you're not whatever, whatever, whatever.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh that's a great point.
1: Yeah, I think, and and even in high school, you can be prone to that. So, like, there are some
0: absolutely there are
1: some students that I would say, hey, wait until you're a junior or senior, or even in college. Yeah, even in college, we don't recommend waiting till college because then you're not there.
0: Correct. That was so, a joke actually, but yeah, it wasn't that funny. So, <laughs> um,
1: so what platform would you have? Would you recommend?
0: This is going to vary from place to place. Uh, you know, MySpace might be a big thing where you are. I'm it's just my kidding. Space no, I was, that, that was a joke. So MySpace hasn't been around since the early 2000s. <laughs> um, but but my point in bringing up MySpace is these things change over time. You right. know, MySpace was the first big thing, and then Facebook was the big thing, and now Instagram is the big thing. Uh, you have TikTok. You have uh, Vines was there for a while. So these things change. And so, again, not to um, – and, and they also vary from region to region. As Like if you're – If all the students in the area you live in are on Facebook, well, then Facebook's what your child's going to want to be on. Uh, I think what tends to happen, though, is when the old people discover it, they kill it, and then the new, young platform comes out that students gravitate towards. So Instagram is probably the platform of choice in our context, although Snapchat used to be bigger, and with some students it is going to be bigger. Um, But... Snapchat was bigger for our students years ago in, in our ministry, and now Instagram probably is much more popular than Snapchat.
1: Okay, so tell me what are the ground rules that you would recommend for introducing our kids to social media?
0: I think the first thing is that social media is a privilege and not a right.
1: So what do you mean by that?
0: That they don't automatically get to do this. It's not something that Oh, just because you're a certain age or that that if you misuse social media, you will not be allowed to be on there, at least for a time.
1: Right. Because that associates self-control and that they're going to be monitored before they're ready to do it on their own. Is that kind of what you're trying to communicate?
0: Sure. That if they don't show the proper etiquette online, which you establish with them, then they can lose that right.
1: Right. Right. Okay, so what else?
0: Uh, they need to pick one platform to be a part of to start into that zero-entry pool, right, to start out with one thing. You don't want to try to monitor three, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram all at the same time. Most of our students choose Instagram or Snapchat. Um, we could probably do a whole different thing on Snapchat, so I won't go into that in, in detail, but uh, most of our students currently are on Instagram as the main thing, Um you want to have passwords to those accounts so that you can get in and see what they're posting and also what they're viewing. You want to allow a limited number of friends at first. Sometimes maybe you begin by just having their two or three closest friends are the only ones they have and make sure that it's a private account because, uh, you don't want strangers contacting your son or daughter and, um, there's a lot of predators out there and some dangerous things. So that's definitely something you want to keep track of. Which You're
1: we're going to talk about in our next episode.
0: Absolutely. Barriers um, and blockers. Yes. And you want to you think about time management as well. Uh, are you limiting the amount of time? That's a discussion you need to have with your child. How much time is it appropriate to be on social media on a, on a daily or weekly basis?
1: We've talked about that a lot. You know, yes. Just, just, just keeping track of time. So what does the Bible say about social media? I know it doesn't talk about social media in particular, but what verses would you encourage people to think about?
0: Well, Ephesians 5.15 says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Um, We can spend a lot of unwise time on social media, right? Scrolling through, we've talked about medicating through social media. Mm -hmm. We've talked about... The time suck that it is, and um, and we need to walk carefully and with wisdom as we post, especially. Uh, that's it's important that we're doing that.
1: You know, the picture that I had as you were even talking about was like I was like, you know, right now we're in the process of teaching our third child to drive, and she has to go through all these hoops to be able to get a license because it's dangerous to control a giant vehicle that can kill them or kill others. Right. And so I have that kind of vision of like, I wonder if we had licenses that you had to get to be on social media. Like you had to go through this material and understand and know Mm -hmm. this material before you could get on it because it's a dangerous place and you can hurt yourself or you can hurt others on social media. And so communicating that I think is really important.
0: Yeah. Like how much time do you think just off the top of your head is appropriate for social media a day? I mean, they get to talk about this with their kids. Okay, I'm not going to put you on the spot.
1: No, I I asked this question to a group of of young girls recently, Yeah. and they said an hour was reasonable. That's what they said. But then I said, how much are you on? And they said three hours. And then I said, how much time do you spend in God's word? And they were like 10 minutes. And to me, that's convicting because I would say, I don't know that my numbers would be any different than theirs. That's what's so convicting. Yeah. Well,
0: and that's the scary thing. So the the three-hour thing is uh, the average amount of times students are on social media a day. Right. And yet the statistics say if you're on three hours or more a day, you're 30% more likely to struggle with anxiety and depression.
1: That just makes me sad.
0: Especially on social media, not just online. They're actually online seven hours a day.
1: I yeah I know I am on their screens yeah on
0: screens but but that's that's a little deceptive we'll get into that later
1: yeah especially with school school so Mm -hmm. much of school right now is on it but okay so we do want to say that next week we're going to talk about barriers and blockers and so like kind of the defense on social media and and the internet and online stuff so you definitely want to listen into that and then the homework for parent you we got to have some homework what you got
0: yeah so make sure you discuss the why behind social media with your kids um Help your children discern his or her own heart, share their own desire, share your own desire for being accepted, uh, for being known.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important that we lead with a limp in talking about social media, because we don't we don't engage with social media perfectly. And so like not holding a standard to our kids without confessing our own need for a savior in this area, I think is important. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I struggle so it's okay for you to struggle. And Absolutely. we're going to figure this out together.
0: Absolutely. I would watch Social Dilemma on Netflix and discuss it with your teens. And there's um, a link for that. It will terrify you, but you should watch it. And then, as Cami said, plan a weekly check-in about social media. How does How is social media making you feel? How much time are you spending on it? These are good questions to be asking regularly.
1: And maybe you need to share your own struggle with it in that conversation. Confess, I'm spending too much time on it. I did take it off. After watching Social Dilemma, I did take Facebook off my phone. So I wouldn't be as likely to watch it.
0: Is it still off? Off your phone?
1: No, it's back on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's
0: your lesson for today. All right. Well, with that, thank you for joining us on Parent You. We get it. Parenting is hard, but you are not alone. God has called you to be the parent of your children at such a time as this and he will equip you.
1: Praise God.